Yeah, I'm talking to you, sassy girl. Need a little ah in your step? Try this on for size. It's pop. It tastes great. It makes you feel kind of funny. Not here, not down there, but all up in this area. Talking pop. Sick and tired of hearing all these people talk about What's the deal with this pop life and when is it gonna fade out The thing you got to realize what we're doing is not a trend We got the gift of melody, we're gonna bring it till the end, come on now Hi, welcome to Talking Pop My name is Jennifer Smith, I'm here with the Alex Riley to my Alex Riley Tim Capel, <laughs> how you doing tonight? Gosh, which Alex Riley am I? Because that, right. that could go two very different ways. There's there's a very desirable one and a very undesirable one. Yeah. So, well, you're the feel desirable. Kind of undesirable. <laughs> no, never. Not on this program. Don't you love a joke uh, that only like three people know? <laughs> yeah, this is true. <laughs> For our audience, whatever. This is including ourselves. Yes. <laughs> one person who's not on this podcast. <laughs> Whatever, that's fine. Other people do it. Whatever. I'm happy with it. How uh-huh. are you doing? Um, you know, we're recording on a Tuesday. So it's been a very Tuesday-ish Tuesday. Mm. That's all I can say. Is it uh, Tuesday or Monday? Uh, um, it's been a Tuesday full of Mondays, I feel oh, like. okay. Well, yeah. How are you? Not the same. No, it actually wasn't that bad of a day, but, you know. Yeah, I I, uh, I I can't say it was that bad of a day. I just kind of had a shitty attitude about. Yes, I mean, of course. <laughs> I mean, one hundred percent. The problem is me. It's not the day. Let's <laughs> just say it's. I mean, it was just that time of the month for us. Yeah. <laughs> yes, our cycles are synced up. So, as you know. Yes. <laughs> uh, what are we doing here tonight? Uh, we're doing some. You know, I think it's going to be fun because. I think mm-hmm. we had some good participation with our holidays uh, episode. Um, we had a lot of, we had elicited some questions and some stories and we got some good participation. So, you know, I was like, I would like to continue that because I felt like we left a lot on the table. Um, so I wanted to open it up and make it more general. Um, an AMA, ask me anything, questions, if you want advice, like, you know, just a mailbag for yep. whatever and then um maybe a little something else that i thought up on the side which we will get to that's right eventually so yeah so it's kind of a little uh grab bag edition yeah. of talk pop you're no guest with us here tonight we're just gonna have some fun talk some junk and we got some help in doing that because you put out the call we got some really good questions. Uh, did not get any calls for advice. No, um, I, I think can't. our audience, yes. we play to a very intelligent audience. We do. So very intelligent, sophisticated audience who, while they may need advice, they know not to come to us <laughs> for advice. Well, agreed, but also I'm offended by that. A little. Yeah, I, I'm going to say my feelings are hurt. Yeah. Yeah. But what can you do? They know us too well, I suppose. Yep. Yep. We're too close to the people. Is what we I mean. are. Yeah. We should just. We'll just be like, "Fuck them, kids." You know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> That's the motto of this program. <laughs> 
So uh, why don't we get right into it? All right. So our past guest, our last guest that we had on the show, Sean Kidd. Um, yeah. Good continuity there. Yeah, yeah. He wants to know the making friends thought processes with the older broads and the book club. So some context for yes. that question is that I've recently, in an effort to join like in and try to make friends here, um, I joined a book club and also a Bunko game, which a lot of people don't know what Bunko is. So Bunko is a dice game. You have to have a certain number of people to play it. So it's kind of tricky to get like 12 to 16 adult women together at the same time. It's like scheduling mm-hmm. is a nightmare. I just randomly. Well, not only to get this. them together in, in one place at the same time, but to play Bunko. Like, to play Bunko, yes. It's sort of, you know, if, if you're going to be on hand, if you're going to be on call to do something socially, you kind of get to that place, at least I do, where you want to get the most bang for your buck yes. just in terms of your time yes. spent. Um, so well, I yeah, that's... like Bunko. I really like playing it. And sure. Um, it, there's a big social aspect in that. Um, there's a lot of switching around of like location during the game, like different tables. So okay. you get to play with everybody in the group. So you can't, you don't get that normal problem of like, women clicking up, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. like the, the head bitch in charge, you know, she has her mm-hmm. group of people and then, you know, the whatever. cool table and the losers. Yeah, table exactly. So you, there's less of that, which I enjoy. Like, I like that. So I guess I could give the, I don't know. The whole backstory is that I had this neighbor app and I was just scrolling the neighbor app and being nosy, I suppose. Um, and, there was this post and it was like, I'm looking for a It's not nextdoor.com, is it? It is nextdoor.com. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. So, That's a source of um, yes. a lot of unintended uh, hilarity during my day when I just see the inane posts for people on yes. Nextdoor. I, I enjoy it. But it is useful for other things, but yes. I just look at the like, just people bitching about random shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I cannot believe this is the society we live in. Like, Facebook is not enough for us. Exactly. Yeah, you know, we need something else. Um, but, yeah, it's, it was like um, forming a Bunko group and text me your number. And I'm like, this looks shady, but all right. And so I got a text back. Anyway, ended up being from this lovely, lovely older woman who has a gorgeous house here in my town. And I went over there. That first game, and um, only so like you need at least twelve people to play, and like six of us showed up, so it was <laughs> going to be tricky to play anyway. And then the half of them were quite a bit older than me, including the hostess, um, uh-huh. and the other ones maybe a little bit older than me, but were not personable. Pretty much, I mean, they were polite, but. Just low energy. So they were assholes. <laughs> they weren't. I mean, I, uh, they were just not my kind of people. Anyway, it gets okay. better. But so I play bunker with them, and um, I, um, also I joined the book club. So those people, those girls, are definitely more my crowd. Um, more um, kind of geeky and nerdy and 
they like to drink and mm, hang out. Okay. They All have good things. Kids. So um, I joined that, and that was a much better like social interaction. Than so you're more hitting it off with the book, the book club than yeah. the, the older crowd. <laughs> Did you expect Bunko to be an older crowd? No. Just on... I mean, I, I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect, really, but no, I did not think that they would be older. But that, like, they're all perfectly nice, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I just went last week, and you know, it was fun. You know, it's fine. But they're all just polite, you know. Nobody's um, really looking. They're mo- mostly looking to talk about themselves <laughs> than <laughs> to meet any friends. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm yeah, just so lonely. Fun. I want to talk to somebody about me. Yeah. And, um, I feel that understandable. So, um, but it's just a weird vibe there because I have to be like fake Jenny, um, as opposed to the book club where I can be a little bit more real, maybe a little bit too real. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if it's something that you're, at least for me personally, if it's something I'm doing socially of my own volition, which I, I know that you know is a big leap yes. um, for me. <laughs> I just, I have it has to be a, an occasion where I can either get out of there pretty fast because it's just like a family obligatory family function type mm-hmm. deal, or that I can just be myself. I don't have to fake it. Yeah. So if you're already feeling like you have to fake it, I can I can tell you're sort of um, drifting. Yeah. <laughs> From the bunko group. And it's like, why not just be yourself? You know what I'm saying? But like, right. I, I think I said, fuck that first night, um, <clears throat> in casual conversation, like you do with a stranger. And, uh-huh. uh, the lady, the older lady, the <laughs> hostess, she was just like, not approving <laughs> that. And so you offended the host. A tiny bit, probably. Yes. Um, and then I was the only one drinking, so. Oh, wow. Mm. And they were. They should be all over you. I mean, they should be like, oh, this, this sweet young thing (laughs) has got so much personality. You know, they ought to be. Well, she said, she looked me up. Yeah, I know. She looked me up and down and. And she said, no, she, no, she, no, no, she looked me up like she held my shoulder and kind of turned me so she could get a good look at me. And she was uh, like, what do you do? And I was like, well, I, you know, I'm just a stay at home mom. She's like, well, you were so put together. I never would have imagined that. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know whether that's offensive or not. Because what am I supposed to look like? Yeah, how are you supposed to take that? And and like, because I look nice, then I have a job. And then if I don't have a job, then I don't look nice. Like, yeah, I mean, shit. Uh, Like, but I I gave her a pass because I did say fuck in her house. And (laughs) so (laughs) I'm a disaster. (laughs) The virgin walls have not heard such language. I know, right? I went book club. It was, um, I immediately felt like, um, They were more my speed, and I ended up staying past um, book club time, like most people had left, and the hostess was like, you know, we're going to, you know, drink and play some board games if you want to hang out. I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to hang out. And then I got pissed drunk um, at their house. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I didn't do anything embarrassing, thank God, but um, yes, probably not good to get 
shit face. But they were all drinking too. Like they made me do shots of Jameson, so not oh, really my God. fault. If they're doing shots of Jameson, then you can't feel but so judged. But I was so happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was just like, <laughs> you know, I, I haven't felt like part of a group like that since we moved. And yeah. well, occasionally, but not often. So, and, and of course I do with online friends. It's just, I can't see you guys at all. Like, yeah, I can't all hang life, out. So, um, I just have to tell you guys about it. But, um. But it just felt like good to like have people seeing that they liked me and I liked them and we were laughing. I made them laugh. They made me laugh. Like it's, you know, it's nice. And <laughs> Well, cool. Yeah. Sounds like it was pretty therapeutic. Did you actually enjoy whatever book it was or was this just a get together and then we'll, we'll figure see, out? That's where I get confused because... The plan was everybody nominated a bunch of books. I'm, I'm rambling so much about book club. But anyway, we'll move on no, in a minute. That's um, the point. We all um, made suggestions and made a master list. And she was like, okay, I will make a poll on Facebook in the group. And then everybody votes. So that's why it's anonymous and nobody gets their feelings hurt. Their book doesn't get chosen. And so a week goes by and I'm like, well... I know her dog just died and like she probably has stuff going on. Maybe she forgot. And so I go about a week and then I'm texting her like, Hey, did y'all ever figure out anything for book club? And she's like, Oh, did I not add you to the group? And I'm like, mm. no, you did not. Hmm. And she quickly added me to the group, but it did not feel great. <laughs> and yeah, you'd think she would remember. I mean, considering right? that, yeah. You hung out and we had did fun. shots of Jameson and, and my, played board games, whatever. Yeah, like, like, but then I was like, people are people make mistakes and it's fine and it probably doesn't mean anything. And then I so I just had to get over that. But you know, shit happens, right? Shit happens. And yeah, of course. I'm just gonna pretend like that didn't and keep trying. Well, it's not a pattern until it's a pattern. I mean, it's just a. Everybody gets a a one right. fuck up, right? Yeah. So And they had already voted on the book, so I didn't even get a chance to <laughs> well, shit. So I'm like, well fuck, I guess I gotta read this shit. But um <laughs> it's fine. Like I'll read whatever they read wanna read, shit. you know. Clearly it wasn't what you would have voted. No, it wasn't. But I mean I could read whatever I want anyway, you know. Right. But, I did suggest some Chuck Tingle, um, and that did not go over well. So, oh no! I, I think that most people did not know who that was. So it's like, I was going to say, okay, did they what? just not know, or, or were, were they uh, actively? And I started reading like some of the um, titles of Chuck Tingle books, <laughs> which was also very awkward and not smart uh, on my part. <laughs> so, like that's why I didn't get an invitation because. <laughs> were they just sort of in stunned silence or were they Kinda, laughing? Yeah. <laughs> it, was just, it was just like, uh, she did not write it down on the list of suggestions. So <laughs> just, we moved on. Anyway. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm pathetic. And, um. <laughs> on that note. Yeah. Moving on. Another, um, question that Sean asked 
which I will be no help for. So you get to ramble okay. for a little bit. Well, all right. Yeah. Uh, he wants you to rank the secondary Melrose Place women. Yes. So this is more of a directive than a question, yes. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm into it. And um, Sean and I went back and forth, uh, uh, kind of comparing notes on this very same topic. So I've had some practice here, and I was actually wondering before the show um, if you could participate as well. I, I didn't know if where you where Melrose Place really fell on your fandom, if you ever watched it. Uh, if you remember it at all, if you did watch it, you know, um, but it sounds like it just wasn't a thing for you. One of my friends watched it, um, and she would talk about it sometimes. So okay. I know very little, like very little. Of it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. This was, um, one of those shows that I watched much like 90210 at a mm-hmm. original 90210, of course, at an inappropriately young age. Um, got way more into Melrose Place than I did 90210, actually. Um, I think that 90210, probably the more consistent show overall, but Melrose Place, it's got higher peaks, hmm. and it, it also has lower valleys, mind you. <laughs> um, it did get pretty rough towards the end. But uh, that said, man, I, I could fuck with some Melrose Place. <laughs> to to answer the question, so I'm clearly very qualified to rank the women. Yes, um, you are. Of anything, mm-hmm. especially Melrose Place. And I like that uh, it's ranked the secondary. That's right. Melrose Place. Fuck all so the top to, bitches. We have to, yeah, we need to establish right out of the gate who are the primary women of Melrose Place. And I guess those would have to be your your Heather Locklear, right? The, yeah, Amanda. that's pretty much the only one I know. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's going to be the one on most people's mind, I think. Um, don't get me wrong, I like some Heather Locklear, but uh, I don't think she was as hot as the show sort of made her out to be or mm. tried to pretend that she was. Um I mean, she definitely had it going on. She's shit. Um, she's she's a you know you know the saying a Wisconsin ten. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She's like a Wisconsin ten million. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's to say nothing of um, Courtney Thorne Smith is the other Courtney Thorne Smith. Yes, is the other one I'm thinking of who played Allison. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. She's always been, she had kind of that girl next door type of mm-hmm. charm. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we're, we're speaking in Hollywood terms. So mm-hmm. that means very different. Mm-hmm. But uh, how do you feel about Courtney Thorne Smith? Have you seen her in other programs? Not that I recall. She was, was on, on that. Alan uh, McBeal maybe. Um, that's right. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's what she did right after uh, Melrose Place. She left Melrose Place to do that. Yep. Um, according to gosh, Jim, wasn't she? According to Jim, okay. that's the one I was trying to think. Which was on forever, and I don't know a single person who ever watched it. Right. Um, yeah. Of course, you've also got uh, Josie Bissett, um, short-haired blonde, and she was. I mean, in that original group of characters, she played Jane. She was the fashion designer, married to Michael. Mm-hmm. She's the one that um, Jerry Seinfeld went on a big rant right, on. Right, right, yes. 
on that episode of Seinfeld, which is hysterical and true. Um, and man, who else is in primary? I, I Joe, maybe who was played by Daphne Zuniga. Zuniga. <laughs> oh yeah, say. yeah, I know her. Yeah, from Spaceballs. From Spaceballs, probably know her. She's mm-hmm. real cute. She is, yeah. And um, I think that's really about it for the. Uh, you know, you've also. I guess you could do Sydney, um, Laura Layton. Uh, redhead. The show sort of had a thing for redheads. Um, uh, well, Kimberly also, mm-hmm. who is uh, Marsha Cross. Mm-hmm. She is not cute. No, I, I mean, neither of them really did anything mm-hmm. for me. Again, we're. <laughs> I'm having to couch this in yeah, a lot. You, are. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, You're being a good sport. I am being a good sport. They were the they were the redheads, and I just uh, I never really saw it for them. But they had their fans. Uh, okay, so secondary women. So I'm thinking like later series additions to the show. Mm-hmm. And the top uh, second tier woman for me was actually uh, a the character was called Lexi Sterling. She was played by Jamie Lunar. Mm. I don't think most people would be familiar with her and as i just said I, I wasn't a big fan of redhead she's actually a darker redhead um but her appeal was just she was a great villainess uh sort of dethroned amanda at, and kimberly really as the top bitch on that show but she also had this sort of camp quality to her where she was very self-aware and kind of ridiculous mm-hmm. um it's super hot too don't get me wrong so she sort of looked like a drag queen i'm not gonna lie um, <laughs> ah, more of a feature than a bug <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, what am i gonna say uh right behind her you had hmm where to, where to go i mean Alyssa milano was on the show mm-hmm. for a hot she was she lasted maybe a season uh played michael's sister what was her name jennifer mm-hmm. i think i'm on the um, imdb yeah jennifer mancini yes so we'll we'll go ahead and slot her in there um then i think i'm gonna give it to um i'm not even looking at wiki by the way so you'll have to keep me honest okay. um oh uh one of Sean's favorites, I almost forgot, um, the character Eve, uh, played by Rena Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sofer, Sofer, I don't know how to say her, yeah, gorgeous yeah. office. Yeah, she is gorgeous, yeah. Yeah, um, like her a lot. It sort of a, kind of looks like, <laughs> I must said a more ethnic Courtney Cox. <laughs> You can edit that out if you want. No fucking because way is my editing not only, that out. Is it, not only is it offensive, but I don't even know if she has any sort of ethnicity other than white woman. She was born in California. Okay. Well, she has really striking pretty eyes. Yes, she does. And looks sort of like Courtney, Courtney Cox. Yeah, I can see it. 
Um, I did say Courtney Cox, right? Yeah, you did. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so we'll we'll have Close her in there. Close your porn. <laughs> Close all these tabs. <laughs> um. Then you know what? I'm going to give it to Lisa Rinna. Uh, Lisa played... Rinna, really? Yes, really, because mm. she was sort of. I don't think she was appreciably older than anyone else on that show, but she still sort of looked like a hot grandma, even at the <laughs> time. <laughs> she just did. I mean, uh... something about the way she dressed, something about her skin. It just, um, And she played Taylor. Uh, came in like season five, I want to say, and got into some shenanigans for sure. Mm. Like, she was another one of those sort of campy type of characters. Um, hmm. I think that's just about it. I mean, who else is left that I haven't? Well, um, uh, um Brooke has Langton. D- Brooke? Let's see. Brooke Langton. Um, or Langdon? Brooke Langdon? Lang- I don't know. She, There's a Brooke Armstrong. The- Kristen Davis. Um. Right. Um, so Brooke was the character's name that Kristen Davis played mm-hmm. and that was before she did Sex in the City of course right. um, she was married briefly to Billy mm-hmm. and she was just a hot mess oh Samantha <laughs> Riley is Brooke Langton's character okay yeah okay she's the one who kind of looks like uh, she kind of looks like Sandra Bullock I don't know if you've seen her in anything but and the reason I say that they did a TV adaptation of that movie, The Net. It was a series, mm-hmm. of, I think late nineties, and uh, she played like the the Sandra Bullock character right, from the right, movie. Right. She looks so much like her. Uh, so yeah, you got her. The uh, other one that sticks out from this list to me is Kelly Rutherford. Um, oh yeah, who, she'd be at the bottom. <laughs> I'm sorry. Really? Well, yeah, no, that's respect. I know her from um, Gossip Girl, and she was always hot. That's that right. Show. I knew she did something else. Yep, she was Megan, mm-hmm. one of Michael's many, many. She was a she was a prostitute with a heart of gold. One Aww. of those characters, you know. And then she turned over a new leaf. The character was pretty interesting, but I I don't think she's anything to look at, to be honest with you. So, right. yeah. Did we do it? Did I, I forget think so. anyone? Yeah, I don't Good see anybody Lord. else, like, kind of more famous. Some of these things, okay, so there are some of those season one characters, like, um, oh, God, what the southern chick who was on it for just a few episodes, Sandy, mm-hmm. who was a blonde, who played her, oh, Amy, Amy LaCaine, so she, uh, she was all right, I don't. I don't even know how to rank her, like, because she was an original, but wasn't on it for long. Mm-hmm. You also had one of the Vanessa Vanessa Williamses. I don't know if it was just <laughs> Vanessa Williams or Vanessa L. Williams. Um, I can never remember which is which. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am going to leave that alone. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. You know, it. <laughs> they literally have the same name. <laughs> Um, see, now it's bothering me. Her name was Rhonda, was the character's name. And it was Vanessa A. Williams, not Vanessa L. Williams. Okay. So there we go. She All was right. friends with the gay guy. So 
miss me with that. <laughs> she was friends with uh, Doug Savant's character, Matt. All right. He never got any action on the show other than maybe occasionally holding hands. Ugh, that's lame. Actually, he got a lot of action. They just didn't show it because it was, you know. 1993. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <sighs> All right. So we ranked well and mentioned... We ranked and mentioned the the uh, secondary women, so I think we did pretty good. Well, um, let's keep going with that theme, because we had somebody, somebody named Justin, to rank the secondary holidays. Right. We're still on the secondary theme Yes, here. so... Alright, what are the primary holidays? Um... Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, Halloween. Okay. And I like Thanksgiving, honestly, the best of all of those. I like Halloween the best of all of those. Um, that's a fair point. See, okay, this is how it's, this is why it's difficult for me, because in ranking these secondary holidays, any holiday where I have the day off from work is automatically just going to be at the top. I don't right. care what it is, yes. what it's called. Yeah. It's it, That's an immediate um, advantage that mm-hmm. that holiday has. So uh, Halloween, I don't ever have a day off from work, so <laughs> I can, it's I can fun. On that. But Thanksgiving, get lots of time off. Christmas, right behind it. Mm-hmm. Christmas is more stressful, though. Yes. Halloween, I mean, uh, Thanksgiving's easy. Yes. Um, New Year's is kind of whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're not doing those holidays. We're doing all those other dates on the calendar where you're like, what does that even mean? Right. <laughs> yes. Lots of those. So what are you thinking? I made a list. Uh, I just went through the calendar and made a list. So what we're working with here is Martin Luther King Day, Groundhog Day, Valentine's Day, President's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Arbor Day. Uh huh. Mother's Day, Memorial Day, Flag Day, what? (laughs) Father's Day, Bastille Day, Bastille Day, Independence Day, Labor Day, Columbus Day, and Veterans Day. All right. So that's a good little list. I literally just looked at Columbus Day and went, why are we celebrating something about Columbus so hot? Like, I forgot what Columbus (laughs) even was. It's like, what? This is a, this is something having to do with the city, right? And I was like, oh, right, Columbus Day, that oh, thing in October. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to be a thing for much longer for some reason because every, yeah, it's every Columbus Day I always, like, see all this shit about how Columbus <laughs> right. sucked and <laughs> why are we celebrating this slave trader or whatever this the fuck. Murderer. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um... Which is fair. I mean, I guess, but... I guess. I mean, he did, you know, cross the ocean, and we're all here now, so, like... Well... Whatever. Um, There is something to be said for that, perhaps. So, I don't know how you want to do this. I numbered mine just straight, you know, but... Yeah. I'll just give my list, and then... You give yours, I guess. I don't know. Sure. I don't know how prepared you are for this. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, I went Mother's Day, obviously, because you're number one. Okay, I'm not number one because I'm a mom, and one specific reason is that all the years where I wanted a baby, because it was hard to get my baby, um, and we would go to church every Mother's Day, and they would always give like gifts out to the mothers, and I would sit in church and like be so obsessed with getting one of those freaking church gifts. And it's like a pen, you know, it's like nothing. <laughs> but <laughs> it was just like one day I will get my little church gift when I'm a mom. So yeah. So dare I ask, was it worth it? <laughs> ask me on another day. <laughs> nah, yeah, it was. I can ask you on Mother's I Day. Kid, yes, ask me on Mother's Day when I'm getting all the love. No, it's fine. Mm. Um, so, number two, what did I go with? Uh, Independence Day, tying in, because uh-huh. my son's birthday is July 4th. Oh, okay. Uh, St. Patrick's Day, obviously. Got to sure. be high on the list. Number three. Um, number four might be a little, little controversial. I don't know. Whatever. I picked Valentine's Day. I don't have a problem with Valentine's Day. Most people bitch about it. I might jokingly bitch about it, but I never really had a problem with it. I used to, you know, like throw parties for Ethan and stuff on Valentine's Day when he was little. Because he didn't go to like a class, like a preschool or whatever. Oh, of course. Um, So, whatever. Miss me with your Valentine's Day hate. (laughs) Um, Number five, Memorial Day. I just always liked that one. I guess maybe because we were getting out of school you know, around that time. Yeah. And yeah. It was the start of summer and all that jazz. Um, six, Labor Day. <sighs> Shit. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just like a long weekend. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. It's kind of the beginning of fall sometimes. Well, it's sort of your last chance yeah. to party during yeah. the summer. If you're going to, you know, if you're, if you're going to do anything special during the summer or celebrate a summer holiday. It's your last opportunity to do so for a little while. Number seven, Martin Luther King day. Um, I felt like that was a respectable spot on the list. Mm. Um, number eight, groundhog day, which is just ridiculous. What are we doing? Um, <laughs> At least you put Martin Luther King Day over Groundhog Day. Thank you. Thank you. Because I had it inverted. I'm like, nope. Mm-mm, got to switch that. Points for, points for that. Uh, number nine, President's Day, which we just Hand had. over Columbus Day. Yes. Not good enough. Uh, President's Day. I mean, the kids are out of school. I got, I'm, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah. Number 10, Arbor Day. Because... <laughs> Some trees. I don't know. Let's some, because some trees. <laughs> I know I sound very flippant. <laughs> and I am. Um, Here's some trees. Uh, also, same with number 11, Flag Day. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Number 12, Bastille Day. Oh, no. So but, disrespectful. Yes, I know. Um, I don't know anything about Bastille Day. <laughs> Except for what you read me before we got on on air, um, 
It sounds like uh, I need to eat some French fries and do some French toast yeah. and mm-hmm. French kissing on that day because it's mm-hmm. related to France. Um, thirteen Father's Day. I remember. You know what? I just I just remembered the scene from uh, you know that movie Better Off Dead, John Cusack. Yeah. One of those. Um, not a classic. Uh, a little bit more underrated. Perhaps more of a cult favorite um it, with the french foreign exchange student uh staying with his his neighbor oh yeah and the mom the mom going on and on about french bread <laughs> french dressing french fries Just i did was sound so like that <laughs> impressed with herself <laughs> i love it um shit okay 13 father's day yep <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that's a personal thing. It's always been a little tricky it. with me. All right. <laughs> Most people, you know, you don't think of there being a huge gap between yeah. Mother's Day and Father's Day, yeah. but you From have a way on the list. Uh, that just took me out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm glad it popped somebody. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. uh, 14. Veterans Day, which in hindsight I probably should have switched those two. Um, and uh fifteen Columbus Day because Columbus is a piece of shit. <laughs> That's what Facebook tells me. Right. And Twitter. Yes. Alright. That's a pretty solid list. I, I like that you have, you know, personal reasons and personal associations with a lot of these holidays. Uh, as I said, I, I'm more looking at it in terms of do I have the day off or not? Is yes. it truly a holiday? So on that basis, I'm going to go Memorial Day. Yes, I have the day off. Mm-hmm. It's a Monday that I have off. And it's during that time of year that you think of as being pretty fun. Like you, as you said, associate it with it being towards the end of the school year uh, or college, whatever it may be, you know, you're getting getting the summer started up and just feeling more excited, that seasonal depression going away, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. So it's always great if you're going to have a day off for it to be a Monday um, during the week. I mean, Fridays are good, too. You get mm-hmm. a three-day weekend either way, but you don't want to have, like, a Tuesday or Wednesday off. That's bullshit. That's so, yeah, give me Monday off. So Memorial Day. I'm going to say, um, on the same basis, uh, Labor Day, right after that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. another Monday holiday. It is end of summer, but so what? Who cares at this point? We're all adults. We're not thinking about school. Um, <laughs> perhaps you are as a parent. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Are you dreading your kid going back to school? Or are you ready? Like, are you kicking him out the door? Tim, you know me <laughs> way better than <laughs> Yeah, but I, I do know you, but I also know that all those school activities are like bullshit and you're going, yeah. oh, I got to do, I got to deal with all this homework and projects and right. class assignments and just all this. Ugh. So I, I'm not sure where you land on that, but well, I guess it all sucks. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Fuck some kids. <laughs> but I guess at the start of the school year, you're not thinking about how much it sucks just yet. You're just thinking, Get this kid out of my house. Yeah, right? pretty much. Yeah. That, okay. That makes sense. So I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Thankfully. Um, 
So I I went uh, Labor Day as my second. Then I will go um, Independence Day, Fourth of July. Usually get at least a three day weekend out of that. Sometimes it doesn't quite work out, but uh, still good solid day to have off. You know, a weekday to have off if if you're lucky. You never know where that's going to land necessarily. Um, and you know what? Joining the party <laughs> for me this oh, year, no. first time, I'm going to give it up to the doctor, Martin Luther there King. He's got a great day and uh, made even better by the fact that finally my racist-ass company gave us the day off. Nice. Yeah, that's first anywhere I've worked, honestly, not just this place. So, In uh, this racist-ass state that I lay, live in, my <laughs> racist-ass employer now gives us MLK Day. So good stuff there. I got to love it. Um, do I get any of these other days off? Um, no. I don't get any other days off. So you don't from get here, just, day off? Mm, nope. Not Columbus Day. Um, nope. Okay. Those are well. Here's where you get into government holidays. Yeah, if you work for the government, if you work for a bank, you probably do get those days. Um, I do not. I never have. So okay. they're dead to me. Fuck well, uh, veterans. Uh, no disrespect. Um, <laughs> Probably a poor choice of words there. Again, you can edit this out. I know nope. you won't. Um, I will say, as far as those, those I'm really getting into third-tier holidays now. Um, St. Patrick's Day is eh, fun. Excuse to drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in March. I mean, what else is going on in March? So that's fine. I'll take it. March Madness. Um, th- you know that doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> last 800 years anyway yes exactly um so then i would say shit mother's day i guess uh father's day see i've got those back to back i don't (laughs) i don't have the need to separate must be nice (laughs) that you do yeah yeah, apologize there (laughs) and then the rest is just it really doesn't matter um Sure, let's give it up for Arbor Day. Okay, uh, there you go. And then I'll say, uh, f- no, then I'll say Groundhog Day. Then I'll say Arbor Day. Then I'll say Flag Day. Groundhog Day, you get a good movie to watch out of it, That's at least. That's true, yes. Anyway. Um, and then Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. Um Mm, only got a few left. Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. Um, Columbus Day, and last, you know what for me is going to be President's Day, and you know why? Why? Because it lands the worst time of year. It's a holiday that when you're a school child, you you. Uh, you have off, but you don't as an adult. Mm. And here's the big one. All of like the car manufacturers and like all the car dealerships <laughs> run those stupid president's day sales. Yes. Which why just because it's a reason to have a sale. So you see nonstop car commercials like for that week really leading up to it. And I don't know if people make that association, but 
I swear to Christ, I just feel like you just turn on TV and get inundated with that shit. And car commercials are pretty much the worst thing ever anyway. So when there's just that volume over such a stupid occasion, it's it's really bad. So it's it's like an anti-holiday, President's Day. You know, put mattress uh, stores up there or like furniture sure. stores in general. Yep, them too. Up yep. there with the car dealerships. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like a traditional day to go shop for any fucking thing is President's Day. Like, why? Who, why are y'all hanging your hat on this? Everybody's no broke this. from Christmas. Like, nobody exactly. wants your shit. You're trying to pay off your credit card. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. So, yeah, that's my reason. I don't think I left any off. So. All right. Oh, well, Bastille Day, I Bastille mean, it goes without saying. Bastille Day is my number one. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Wow. That was fun. Yeah. More fun than I thought I'd have. I know, right? All right. (laughs) This is good. Uh, Scott Shiflett asked, what makes a good horror movie? Gore or suspense? This Um, is good. Gore for me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Not really surprised by that. Yeah. Uh, now look, I don't have a problem with gore at all. Um, I used to be, I would say kind of a gore hound, but more and more, I've, I think I've gotten more desensitized to that style of horror, like slashers. And there was the big torture porn thing for a while, right? Mm -hmm. In the early two thousands. And it just got to be a bit much. So I will answer that question with suspense and it's not even so much. It has to be one or the other. I just think that a good horror movie, my preferred kind of horror movie is one that is primarily a drama. Just it could be any kind of movie, right? Starting off and then horrific things begin to happen. Gotcha. <laughs> so, I know that's very general, but mm-hmm. think of just some of the best horror movies. Like, look at... Jaws, uh, The Revenge. <laughs> Jaws, The Revenge. <laughs> yes, great drama. <laughs> great dramatic uh, actor Michael Caine is in that. So. <laughs> How can you go wrong? Um, oh, my God, I'm getting eaten by a shark. <laughs> you just wanted me to say a Michael Caine. I did. <laughs> Which he doesn't say in that. I can always distract you with Charles the Revenge. <laughs> you can just push that button and it's automatic. <laughs> uh, why does Michael Caine sound like Lord Alfred Hayes? Um, <laughs> I think I'll eat a shark burger. <laughs> so, where was I even going with that? Oh, the last really good horror, like my last favorite horror movie that I've seen in I'd say the past five years and you know the one it's hereditary I love that movie which has great acting Mm -hmm. from um Tony Collette Mm -hmm. right and that creepy uh, kid the creepy kid uh Gabriel Byrne who's Mm -hmm. the dad um love him and everything and it's more of a like a family drama Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know, I kind of think of that movie as 
I think I even described it at the time. It was like ordinary people meets Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> you know, yeah, two yeah. movies, one a horror, one just a drama. Um, and you put the put them together, and you have just I just love that so much because you saw the types of things that you don't really see in modern horror movies just people having the conversation the types of conversations that people don't have in horror movies Mm -hmm. and it just felt very very grounded and then all this insanity uh at the end is like oh my god and it just sort of because it was so grounded and got you so invested in those early goings you were pretty much game for wherever they were going to take you Mm -hmm. And I think that's why um, I responded more to that than I do some of these other, there's so many subgenres of horror, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, and that's the thing, like a lot of people are dismissive of it outright. Oh, I I don't like being scared. Well, that's a pretty valid reason not to want to see a horror movie, but there's really all tastes for all flavors when it comes to horror. So if you don't want to be necessarily frightened out of your skin um there are still other options but um yeah i would say choice between the two if if you're gonna say leans primarily on gore or on suspense then then i'm gonna go suspense but um yeah sometimes you get the best of both worlds i was gonna Uh, say a mixture of the two yeah i'm trying to think i I like blood you know a good oh um, I think my favorite pure horror movie, uh, Hellraiser, mm. and by pure horror movie, it's not, you know, horror sci-fi. It's not like body horror. It's not, well, there is some body horror in Hellraiser, but, it, but it's not really of that genre. Um, it's just a, it's not horror comedy, you know, it's a pure horror flick and, it is extremely gory and also extremely suspenseful. Another sort of just domestic drama that unfolds throughout that movie. So you can have both, but um, gun to my head, uh, probably appropriate phrasing for this question. <laughs> Give me suspense. All right. Do you have a favorite gory horror movie? Oh, God. Uh, well... Um, booty meat. Uh, I fucking love booty meat. Um, <laughs> what was the fucking? Uh, you sounded like Leon from Curb when you said that. Fucking love booty. Meat. <laughs> I gotta watch that show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is the fucking name of it with Art the Clown in it? Um, with what? With Art the Clown, the creepy clown guy. Um. Oh, um, uh, newer one, right? Yeah. Um, Terrifier. Terrifier, yes. yes. That has the most god-awful, gruesome scene that I've ever, ever, ever seen, including that booty is, meat. Yeah, that is a gross one. <laughs> and but, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really good. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> um, I'll... I think be able to revisit this question a little bit towards the end when we get to 
another question. So. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. This is uh, the wild card. Um, I love feeling scared. What about you, Jenny? Yeah, I love feeling scared. I feel scared to answer this question we got coming up right here. Feels, yeah, this is a scary topic. Yeah, it is. Um, I want to preface it by saying that much love to everybody mentioned by name. This is just for fun. Please do not be offended by anything that we say. Okay? <laughs> it's out of love. Okay? Nobody got any heat with anybody else. We, we're just entertaining. Okay? Now you sound like Tony Schiavone. Yes. So. Scott Schifflet mm. also wanted us to tell him who would play who in a Place to Be Nation movie. So that means that our former feed, um, uh, our family at Place to Be Nation, they have a wide cast of characters from um, podcast hosts to guests and writers and all in between. So yeah. we didn't pick everybody, okay? So, But we, just, we are speaking, like, in terms of Place We Nation as a whole. So Place We Nation Wrestling, Place yes. We Nation Pop. Yes. And are we including ourselves in this? Well, um, I picked somebody. I picked two somebodies for you. Um, I struggled with you. I'm not going to yeah, lie. It's not easy. But I kind of have, answer, kind of have answers. Well, should we save so. those for the end, or should we start with those? Like each um, let's save those because okay. they might get us really off our game potentially. Yeah, you're right. And and we would do a disservice to the other folks involved in this process. So I think that we should probably start with the founding members of Place to Be Nation. And that yes. would be um, our co-hosts on The Journey Through Infinity, mm-hmm. Justin Rosero and Scott Criscolo. Right. Um, um, so Justin, I think the obvious answer for Justin is Vince McMahon, right? So <laughs> uh, you have to use some of your uh, MCU de-aging um, technology, which you can do in this movie because it has a huge budget, obviously. And I mean, of no course, else. you wouldn't have to de-age Vince that much, right? So... Um, I was torn between that obvious answer and the other obvious answer of Tom Hiddleston. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Make Tom Hiddleston play Justin. Yes. I, um, you know, for Justin, I actually went uh, the liberal redneck, Trey Crowder. Oh. Who, no one knows who this is. No, I know who that is. Okay, so not because of their their demeanor or even because um, the liberal redneck Trey Crowder is a professional actor. I don't think he is. But if you Google image search that guy, Mm -hmm. um, he looks a lot like (laughs) Justin. I can see (laughs) it. Just with the eyes and Mm -hmm. some of the uh, facial expressions. (laughs) If you switched (laughs) out the Rhode Island accent for the... Real exactly. southern accent, then yeah, I can see it. And also, um, want to wait for uh, Justin to um, see that for himself and get really offended and <laughs> probably insult me. Yeah, I'm excited for it's that. It's fine. He loves it. <laughs> Who you got for Scott? Okay, so for Scott, um, it actually, before this question was asked, occurred to me 
when I was looking at, I think a recent, it was a recent gathering, I believe it was at Boneheads, um, Wing Bar, of course, mm-hmm. uh, for round time of Royal Rumble, right? Mm-hmm. So, saw a lot of uh, picks in somewhat short succession, easy for me to say, uh, of Scott and friends. And I got a real, and work with me here, mm-hmm. Jeremy Renner vibe mm-hmm. off of him. So don't think Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner. Think more like Jeremy Renner um, in a gritty sort of crime film. Okay, all right. Uh, I don't know how to, I don't know, just look at some of his facial features and, you know, it's, it's a bit of a stretch, but I feel like this is not, this is not unusual for Hollywood casting, you know, Mm -hmm. to take someone, to take an actual everyday person and you're going to be played by this movie star who everybody knows, you know? Um, so did you have uh, another option for Scott? Well, um, I was leaning towards, and this is going to sound like a dig, and it's really not, but I was leaning okay. towards Gary Oldman, <laughs> and not just because his last name is Old Man, but... <laughs> <laughs> now I'm trying to picture. A lot of the pictures he has um, his glasses on, so it's kind of difficult to tell, but mm-hmm. yeah, that was right. my first impression. Yeah, the glasses kind of throw me mm-hmm. with that, but all right. All right. Um... The owner and operator of PlaceBeNation.com, Andy Atherton, right? he sort of um, has told us before that people have told him that he looks like Ralph Macchio. <laughs> right. He kind of offered up his own yeah. casting. And uh, so I looked at some pics of Andy and Ralph, and I got to agree with that shit. <laughs> yeah, I kind of do too. Especially, have you seen Ralph Macchio today? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which... I, I think when he started doing that, uh, what's that karate? The I'd ask, what's the Karate Kid series? Like, <laughs> I'm not watching it. Cobra Kai, yeah. Um, the YouTube gimmick, yeah. Which was the first time I had seen Ralph Macchio in God knows how many years. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, he was, he did a little stint on How I Met Your Mother, a couple episodes uh, of that, like guest stars. Oh uh, yeah, but, that's right. I wouldn't know, but, um. I do remember hearing something about that. So yeah, I, I can completely see that today. So we'll we'll give him that one. All right, and you know this is like no particular order. It's just you know kind of you know thinking of people and um, who they might look like. Our friend right. uh, Nate, our uh, past guest, Nate Milton. Okay, I wondered how where you went with Nate. Yeah. Okay. So I got sort of another combo. Of Keenan Thompson, oh, and, and Morgan Freeman. <laughs> huh. Okay. So just uh, mix those two together. I was gonna go, <laughs> and granted, I have never. Well, you, you sort of have the advantage on me in that you've met many of these people in person. That's true. Uh, I'm going off photos entirely. I always thought Nate Milton looked like Mackay Pfeiffer. 
can see that. Yeah. I don't know what what he looks like today. Another one of these I haven't seen this public figure in many years, but you know, ten years ago, um, kind of looks like what I've seen of Nate Milton today. So, Nate, you tell us who. <laughs> I'm sure he play? knows. He's going to pick The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, that's who he's going to pick. Nah. Yeah. Um, he's, he's got a much better pick than either of us, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. Um, also past guest, John Arsenio Diamato. Uh, I had to go with Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Wow. Okay. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Well, on voice, uh, on voice alone, it's it's clearly Andrew Dice Clay. Yes, that's uh, true. Yeah. But on appearance, I went with, and this is going to sound like a dig. It's not um, John Malkovich, but John Malkovich like twenty years ago because <laughs> he's like eighty, you yeah. know. And I know is he what, like eighty? I don't know. Again, like the old <laughs> jokes. I know that. Jad is not that old. No, he's not. He's not 80, surely. No. <laughs> All right. So however old uh, John Malkovich was 20 years ago, I'm going to look it up now. Okay. Uh, I, I feel like he kind of looks like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Circa, Circa being John Malkovich. Remember that movie? Yeah, yeah. I can see it. All right. All right. Who I'm, else? I'm fixing to blow your mind right now. Oh, no. Okay. Hang on. I got to look up John Malkovich. It's bothering me. <laughs> so John Malkovich is 66. Hmm. <laughs> Currently. Hmm. I don't think Jad is 66. No, not at all. Like I said, 20 years ago it was more more about where... Yeah, uh, Scott's not 61 like Gary Oldman, so I mean, <laughs> right. that's fine. <laughs> I don't think so. Again, these aren't digs. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. <clears throat> Our friend, Chad Campbell. I saw a po- I struggled. I, I struggled with him. I saw a picture of him recently. And yep. um, strong Ron Jeremy vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that how it sounds. <laughs> um, and I so- think that any man should take that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe I know the picture in question. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm glad. Why? I'm gonna I'm gonna let that <laughs> let that uh hang, I guess. Yep. Just I mean good luck unseeing it, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's gonna be burdened into my my memory now. <laughs> but like Ron Jeremy, like Thirty years ago, <laughs> right when he was seventy. Um. <laughs> Did you cast him for the more cleaned up photo that he posted later in the day? No, <laughs> he did not. Because that I would not get a Ron Deere. <laughs> but again, like I said, I struggle. Uh, I, I struggled. I struggled with. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even drinking on this show. Um, uh, I thought I had someone for Chad, and I just sort of lost it. 
and never it never came back to me. Yeah, so. I have a couple of those too. Like I couldn't decide on. Who did you have for um, greetings from Allentown host Peter Winson? Oh, I blanked on him. Okay. Um, wait, I'll- wait. Maybe I can do it. Um, oh, I'm trying to. I feel like he looks like somebody. You he know. Does. Yeah. And I don't. I want to be able to place it, and I just sort of can't on the spot. Yeah, it's a tough thing to like. Like I had to like Google a bunch of crap. Damn it! What I settled on was Christian Bale. Okay. So. I'm gonna have to think about that one. All right, we can come back. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I have to think on that one. Sorry, 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 Peter. <laughs> there might be a couple of these, though. I mean, it's hard. It really is hard when it you is. start doing this. Um, yeah. Especially, like you said, like I've met Peter, but some of these people I haven't met. So it's not easy. He um, sort of, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Let me look him up. I think I might have placed him. See, this also hones our um, Facebook stalking skills. That we it have, does. Um, talked about several times, so I feel like we were kind of rusty on that, and um, this has given us a good chance to. Yes. Yes, do that. Peter. Peter, I'm going to say is Gary Sinise. That is good. That is not yeah. bad. I was like, I need to see what Gary Sinise looks like, and if he still looks the way I'm picturing, and he more or less does. Although he's actually 64 today. Holy he's, shit. Yeah, he's better preserved than John Malkovich, although John Malkovich is one of those, he was young poorly, so I mean, anyway. That's a great Um, All right, I feel better about that one now. I don't know how Peter feels about it, but (laughs) you know what? Tough shit. (laughs) Sorry, Pete. Um, Our friend Sean Kidd, past guest on Talking Pop, like I mentioned, Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a real smart ass answer for this one, and <laughs> I'm glad that he has a good sense of humor because I picked John Goodman slash Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> John Goodman. <laughs> oh wow! I'm not gonna be able to do better than that. But, but listen. John Goodman, like, 20 years from now. <laughs> wow. Okay. John Goodman already looks like he had a stroke, you realize. I mean, didn't he? Did he have a stroke, or did he just lose a lot of weight? I think he just lost a lot of weight. Okay. He's one of those he loses and gains yeah. uh, very quickly. Yeah. So. So. Mm. All right. <laughs> wow. I can't do better than that. <laughs> Let me look at Sean right now. I <laughs> I sort of struggled with him too. <laughs> I'm just laughing looking at this poor man. <laughs> this dear sweet former guest of ours. It was wonderful and he knows <laughs> that I'm a bitch. Um, <laughs> All right. John Goodman, who else you got? <laughs> I have um for okay, we'll do all the um, PTB and UK members in a group. Oh, here. sure. 
All right. So for Ben, I picked Brendan Fraser, which I thought was. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I went uh, Daniel Radcliffe with him just on the basis. (laughs) (laughs) Dark and British. So I like it. What about for Rory? I was hoping you would say Rory. I think I have a good one for Rory. I do too. And it is, again, keeping with the theme of we have to typecast them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, shit. Can I even say the name? Chris Eccleston? I picked him too. Did you really? Yes, I did. Wow. <laughs> I was hoping this would happen. Amazing. Well, hmm. that's just. That's, okay. Yep. There you have it. And not even so much, I mean, it's more of a, they kind of make the same expressions, I Mm -hmm, feel like, mm -hmm. Um, have the same sort of uh, bone structure, maybe, Mm -hmm. I don't know. So, yeah, that one. Quite British. Quite British, yes. I like it a lot. And I really like my pick for Callum, because I went with James McAvoy. Okay, I I went with... uh, uh, Taryn Egerton. <laughs> so, really? Hmm. I like that too. So again, they have to be played by, um, yes. Well, except in the case of Brendan, Fra- although you're doing much better with Brendan Fraser, um, is how I was told to say his name. Oh. Yeah. Um, who told by you that Brendan? Brendan Fraser, <laughs> uh, I saw some interview where he said it like that. Oh, okay. Um, so he offered up his own suggestion of uh, Wayne Knight. So uh, I, I don't think that he particularly wants to be played by Wayne Knight. So I thought Ben uh, was the one that said he looked like Wayne Knight. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, ben. yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, we don't want to do that. So we will we will not do him that discourtesy. Mm-mm. Oh, I like that we matched on one of them. Me like too. That. Me too. That's amazing. So I was struggling on some like uh, Matt Souza. Um, yeah, I don't know. I picked. I don't, I don't know. He's probably going to hate me for this. <laughs> I picked Mark Wahlberg <laughs> for Matt Souza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry, Matty. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the voice or just? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Matt always played like, by the voice. Like, a, like an aggressive humor too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he will be played by the voice of. Maybe he finger banged a chick on a roller coaster. I don't uh, know. Maybe. <laughs> God. Oh, wow. Um. So. Our friend Jake Williams um, from place from PTBN XT, our show with him. Yes, I said also that. Daniel Radcliffe. Also, <laughs> I couldn't come up with anybody. I'm sorry, Jake. I was trying. Also, Trey Crowder, liberal. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there is some, maybe like a Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> oh, he's going to be played by Quentin Tarantino. Yes. Um. Hmm. Let me look at Jake again. 
So, and you've actually hung out with him, right? Yes, he is wonderful. And then I got stuck on uh, uh, yeah, our friend. Uh, he's too distinctive looking, you know? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't look like a celebrity. I don't know why that popped into my head. Hmm. Yeah, I'm stuck on Jake, too. Um. Also, I got stuck on Roger. The cowboy Roger. Right. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, he's got me stumped. Well, I did cast uh, Miranda, your co-host on Geek and Sassy as well. All right. Uh, so I went with, and you tell me if you know who this person is. Um, and if not, I'll tell you how to spell it so you can Google it. Okay. Fiona Gubbleman. Gubbleman. I don't know if I'm saying Gubbleman. that right. Gubbleman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I see her on here. She was... Um, she was on uh, Wilfred. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The owner of Wilfred yes. <laughs> in the love interest. Um, she's on, of course, my favorite shows. You know, The Good Doctor. Now, mm-hmm. uh, she's been a lot of just a lot of TV. Just one of those you've seen her in everything, but don't really know the name. And uh, I think she has the look down, um, if nothing else. So yeah. that's that's where I went with Miranda. I like it. Um, okay. I always see Miranda as like a cartoon character. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Like Rapunzel or Alice in Wonderland. Wow. You know? I don't know why. I just, in my brain, that's just how she is. Like, I don't know. Hmm. So can she be played by a cartoon character at our film with an unlimited budget? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that would be fine. All right. Um,. All right, well, were there any more before we reveal our picks for each I other? I don't think I have. Um, oh, who does Greg, who, who's going to play Greg Phillips? Oh, man, that's another hard one. Uh, Kevin <laughs> I said Kevin Smith. That's good. Yeah, I'm good with that. You know the photo I'm thinking of. Yes, I do. The one where he really looks like Kevin yes, Smith. Yes, he does. Does that mean that Nick is J-Mutes? Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> so we have to cast. Um, so if it's the, fo- if the photo in question, we'd have to cast college Nick Duke, actually. Yes. Um, mm, I don't know. Alex Who Riley. do you want to play? <laughs> Let's not go crazy. <laughs> college Nick Duke was Hachi Machi, right? <laughs> Um, Who do you have for college, Nick Duke? Uh, like uh, Fred Savage, who I oh, think is adorable. I like that, he will not like that. I know, not one bit. But again, tough shit. <laughs> All in love, okay? Yeah. And we will come up with Jake and Roger. We will come up with something. We will. Yeah, yes. you have no choice. Because I feel bad. Because I couldn't right. decide on anything. Well, we put effort I into mean, I, it. I mean, I looked. Yeah, I mean, I was looking. Mm-hmm. But, sorry. Um, Tim Kipple. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, Todd Weber is, is going to be played by Big Sexy Kevin Nash, of, of course. Of course, yeah. No question. So, yeah, get that out of the way. Um, were there anyone else that I... 
I don't know. I wrote down a list and left it at work, so <laughs> it tells you. Um, uh, again, I put effort into it. I just most of these I thought of uh, when I was in the shower this morning. Right. So yeah. I was thinking of you all while I was lathering my body, <laughs> as I often so, do. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Never far from my thoughts, folks. <laughs> Uh, I'm really not drunk either. You're just cracking me up. Um, what are we doing? I know. So for Tim Capel, it's very okay. difficult in that no pictures exist. Um, <laughs> this is not, this is not true. You have you have stalked well, my Facebook. No current visible. pictures exist. Well, that's fine. Um, so I've gone with a, another combination oh, of uh, John Mulaney and Brian Knobs. <laughs> What? <laughs> Are we merging them together somehow? <laughs> How do you... So, these are two individuals who look nothing alike, but are going no. to play me. It's, you're hilarious, like John Mulaney. But I look like Brian Hobbs. <laughs> That one picture of Brian Knobs. Yeah, that one picture of Brian Knobs. <laughs> oh, staring into the abyss. <laughs> wow. Um. Okay. Well, I I don't get a lot of comparisons to celebrities. The one I do get, if I get one at all, is uh, Billy Eichner. Yeah. Which Spot the stereotype, whatever. Yes. Um, but Those pictures of you from twelve years ago—they definitely look like Billy Eichner. <laughs> Very good. So <laughs> we'll rock with that, I guess. <laughs> or we will merge John Mulaney and <laughs> you know we'll merge all of them. Actually, yeah. Uh, just put them all in a in a stew, or perhaps a, a transporter beam. <laughs> Star Trek style, the fly, whatever you're going to. All right. Um, so I was also told, and uh, this was in college, that apparently I looked like the lead singer from Smash Mouth. Who, oh, God. How does anyone even know that looks like? I mean. From video I, I guess. But this was like. 2006 and mm. Smash Mouth hadn't done anything for some years, right? I mean, yeah, definitely. They did that. Did they do that Shrek song or whatever? They I don't really hear that one. But they weren't. That was not like a video that they were I'm in. A believer. Yeah, I think they were trying to say you look like Shrek, but maybe they, <laughs> they weren't thinking. No. It wasn't anything in reference to Shrek, so okay. I felt okay about that because I just didn't know what the guy looked like. Anyway, um, for you, I I have several options as well. Um, we could go, um, well, Tiff Amthees, of course, <laughs> based on some of the photos, uh, that were uh that we have seen of of her mm-hmm. uh circa 
1994, mm. and uh, Brian Knobs. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> or, here's another, and this is what I just thought of doing this show. In keeping with our Melrose Place uh, castings mm-hmm. and choices, Daphne Zuniga. Hmm, well, that is flattering because she's gorgeous, but I like the Brian Knobs better. <laughs> Brian Knobs will be pulling <laughs> double duty then, it sounds like. We're twins. Who else? I thought of somebody else for you, and I can't remember who it was. Um, my mama always said that I looked like... Oh, oh, I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Um, the chick from ER, right? Yes, the chick from ER. The blonde, but not when Kelly she was blonde, something. right? Kelly, Kelly Martin. Martin, yeah. Kelly Martin, yep. Okay, you reminded me. Yeah, so I could see that too, but Kelly Martin, I don't think, is still active. I mean, obviously this matters for this real movie that's going to really get made. It really does. We can get her out of retirement, don't worry. Yeah. Definitely. She just looks too wholesome. She does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Bless her heart. Yeah. Well, that was ridiculous. That was. That was self-indulgent. Um, and that's saying something. For us. <laughs> for the show. For sure. <laughs> Fun, though. I enjoyed it. I'm looking at Kelly Martin now. And on Wikipedia... The image is from 2014. Mm-hmm. She does have the same kind of dewy-ass cheekbones that you have. <laughs> You've never seen my ass cheekbones. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, those I haven't. I haven't seen hers either. But facing forward, um, chin, cheekbone situation. Yeah. I could I could put them side by side. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, All right. Well, this was productive. I like that we uh, did this. We got a lot done. We still got more to do, but I think we probably need to take a break. Probably a good call. All right. We don't have any commercials, so I'll just put a song in there. Excellent. Enjoy the song. This is the Melrose Place theme. It will be. Melrose Place theme song. That's definitely what you just heard. Um, so doubling back a little bit because we felt bad um, because we couldn't come up with anybody for for our friends Roger and Jake. So then we had to do some digging. We stayed up half the night, and yeah. I think we decided on some good ones. Okay, so mm-hmm. for Roger, we picked Bill Burr, who yes. is a dick. And <laughs> Roger is not a dick, so it's not not a reflection, not a reflection of personality. Personality, but they do look similar. He's like a non-ginger version of Bill Burr. Right, right. And um, also, I apologize to our friends for um, all the excessive Facebook stalking. Like, if I accidentally liked one of your pictures from like 2007, <laughs> um, yes, you have good why. cover for that now. Yeah. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> All right, who do we come up with for uh, Jambalaya Jake? So for Jake, uh, we struggled. We kind of went 
back and forth. We evaluated different options and we settled on, and I don't know that we feel great, but we don't think we're going to do better than someone that we both kind of came up with. So I feel like that's a win if we can match. Yeah. And that, that um, casting is going to be Jim Brewer for Jim. our friend Jake Williams. I like it. I think it works. So, yeah, and as a bonus um, – uh, it occurred to me that uh, Mark Clare of the mm-hmm. Pussy Posse, uh-huh. uh, he will be played by an actor called Wyatt Russell. Hmm. So you may not know the name, but I guarantee you've seen him in something. He was on that show uh, Lodge 49. Uh, oh, yeah, that hit show. He was in an episode of Black oh, Mirror. yeah, yeah, I know this guy. Y- yep, uh, he's going to be in... Uh, the the Captain America and Falcon series Ooh. on Disney Plus. He has luxurious blonde hair. Right. He is Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell's son. Yes. Oh. Forgot nice. about that. Back. Yes. Good choice. I like it. So there All you right. go. All right. So you know, I know we couldn't do everybody, so that was just you know. Right. I mean, we could do this. We could do this again. Yeah, we could. Definitely I mean, do this, this is. Certainly not every name that we know in place we nation land. So easy to revisit. And creeping on everybody's Facebook page. So post a lot of selfies. And then we'll figure it out. Next up, this fucking question. Okay. This is our our friend, Calvin Crowell, who we also couldn't come up with anybody that looked like him. Um, If there was an app that allowed you to take a photo of someone... And then it searched the internet for porn containing lookalike or even perhaps the actual person, depending on if they had an amateur video out there. <laughs> How popular do you believe said app would become and what would you name it? Um, it would be unbelievably popular and I can't believe it's <laughs> already right. not a thing. It might already be a thing. But I feel like Calvin would probably know if that was a thing. Um and you probably would too, Tim. So. I would definitely know if that's a thing. Um, this is this could get out of hand fast, yep. though, because many—I I feel like many um, uh, perform uh, sex mm-hmm. workers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they have their stage names, of course, and certainly if they're doing amateur work, mm-hmm. um, if they're not even with like a, a major studio, maybe they're just. Uh, cam model or something mm-hmm. uh, they want to be able to maintain their anonymity mm-hmm. in everyday life so maybe you've, you you're signed up for your uh, you're just for fans or whatever it is <laughs> to follow this person mm-hmm. you only know them by their their stage name so to speak and um, you know they could live like in your vicinity mm-hmm. potentially and you're like, I guess you would recognize him already if you're that much of a fan. But, um, I mean, if you're just like perving on people and <laughs> I get what are, are, what are we Facebook actually pages, you know? Yeah. Getting on Facebook, um, stalking, mm-hmm. what have you. We mm-hmm. wouldn't know anything about that. No. And, uh, you just upload this photo 
to a hypothetical app here. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, they look like this person. You're like, huh, they sure do. <laughs> or it'll say, looks like this person. You go, um, that is that, that person. Is yes. Um, Never knew. You feel like that would be a, a popular app to... I'm to sure it would be. I, mm-hmm. I just, I think the privacy concerns and, and privacy violations i question the legality <laughs> yeah yeah um but well, yes it would be extremely popular <laughs> and look let's face it everyone would use it yeah oh yeah like i mean there's no one who wouldn't use this and if you say you wouldn't you're fucking lying <laughs> but see then you know things might get discovered that are not meant to be you know, discover, but I guess if you put it on one, then that's the risk you take. But, um, I, I think you would see an uptick in, um, faceless porn. Um, God, so now we're speaking of Black Mirror. Now yeah. we're really some. Unless you could take a picture of their ass and then upload it and be like, find me this ass. And then. Wow. Mm, but. It would have to have very identifying feature, like right. a tattoo or. Yeah. A, a, perhaps a strange dimple or a lipoma. Or a tail. Um. Or a tail, yeah. <laughs> a protrusion of some kind. Uh, what is that called? It doesn't have a name. Uh, anyway. Um. Um, the bone itself is what called your coccyx. <laughs> I think. It's something tail. Uh, didn't Jason Alexander's character have it on Shallow Oh, Hall? yeah. In Shallow Hall. Yeah. It's called a... Um, Oh, it's probably a word I can't really pronounce. Yeah. Uh, it's very scientific. Hmm. I think he just calls it a tail, but then he calls it something else. I don't know. Yeah, he calls it by its clinical yeah. term as well. Um. Anyway, this would be a popular app. Uh, everyone would use it. Vestigial um, tail. Vestigial tail. Yeah, there you go. Very good. Um, and... You know, I I would have to wonder how how does it get its its uh, information, right? So you're supplying mm-hmm. photos, but it's checking against what, like all of the porn that's on. Right, you would need a, like a Pornhub that all of the porn that is on the internet. <laughs> like, how does it? How do you vouch for the a- accuracy? I don't of its think results? technology has uh, advanced to the point where this app can exist right now. Um, so, I mean, like we have faster internet and shit, but like, yeah, this would be next level. If you're just limited to it's, it's like scanning off a Pornhub mm-hmm. or some other site like that. Um, Bing, where everybody gets yeah. porn. Yeah, your your certain your Bing search results. Um, <laughs> then, I mean, that's a pretty limited pool, right? So, is it? Know, not... <laughs> is, is it Pornhub limited? Hey, man, <laughs> there's stuff there's stuff that's not on Pornhub. What? <laughs> Believe it or not. Yes. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's your one stop shop. I mean, like, why? I mean, I just use it to watch Monday Night Raw, so <laughs> I can't I can't speak to what else is on there, but I know that it's not comprehensive necessarily. All right, well, what would you name this app? Oh God, um, <laughs> who would you do? I don't know. <laughs> like, 
Who dis bitch? Um, um, porn aid. Porn um aid. Uh, <laughs> maybe a questionable choice. Of right. Um, terminology. Um, come porn face. Aid. <laughs> I mean that's uh, pretty to the point. Um, yeah. Come face. <laughs> Uh, stalker. No, that's probably already a thing. Mm-mm. No, I mean, it has to be somewhat innocuous. Yeah, you know, it like does, yeah. Tinder, uh, trying to think of some of these other... <sighs> Grinder is, is a, mm. I mean, gets more to the point than Tinder, but mm. still is not... Copier. Um, Copier. Oh. Searcher. <laughs> hmm. Matcher. Hmm. <laughs> that's not bad. I don't know. Uh Anyway, we. Uh, I mean, obviously, we would use it. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> everyone would, as I said. So. Uh, next question. Next what do we question. have? This is from our friend Ben Locke. Um. He said, I already know Tim's answer, but what's your favorite English turn of phrase that you've been introduced to in the last six months? Um, Meaning that, you know, we've been friendly with the UK contingent and they have taught us um, several fun things uh, language wise. Mm -hmm. Um, I wonder what yours is, Tim. So, uh, yeah, I would have to say uh, calling someone a a real ledge, which I understand is short for for legend, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ben. Mm -hmm. But uh, he's a fucking ledge. (laughs) Something that's going to get said. And I hope I'm saying it right. I think you are. I think I am. Um, I also like, uh, I think. I want to say, well, Callum likes to say, uh, it likes to refer to his good lady, yes. <laughs> which cracks me up yes. every time, and I don't know why. Uh, Just something I haven't heard. Um, uh, on the Lash is a good one. What does that mean? Which, I, I think it just means you're drunk, you're slammed, mm-hmm. you're intoxicated somehow. That does sound fun. Uh, I think I'm going to go with um, ring piece. <laughs> I knew that would be yours. <laughs> Didn't want to take it from you. How me. could it not be? <laughs> Which they were amazed to hear was not a thing here. So, yeah, I mean, that's I was just amazed not a to hear it was a thing there. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, wait. On the lash doesn't necessarily mean you're drunk. It just means you're and you're basically um, out having drinks. Oh, well, same. Same difference. Yeah. But yeah, ring piece, number one. Hmm. I like it. Um, On the- another question from Ben. What movie traumatized you as a kid? My sister can't watch it because she watched the original whilst wearing clown pajamas. <laughs> pajamas spelled with a Y. Yes. Okay. Like it. 
Perhaps a poor, poor choice on her part. Yeah. I don't know how you spell pajamas normally. Oh, P-A. Okay, yeah. I was like, why, why does that look weird? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? I wouldn't say that it traumatized me, but it's one of the ones that stands out as, like, freaking me out. I don't mm-hmm. think anything really. Well, besides, like, um, Land Before Time kind <laughs> of traumatized me. Oh. But, like, for, That like, traumatized my mom, but it didn't traumatize me. <laughs> For, like, abandonment reasons, not, like, for, like, scary reasons. Okay, um, yeah. But Labyrinth. The scenic, right? Yes, yes, awful. <laughs> but Labyrinth was so fucking weird. And, mm. like, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. I, and there was a baby in peril, and that stressed me out. And then... The young girl didn't know what she was doing, and then there was creatures everywhere, and David Bowie, for some reason. David Bowie was very upsetting. <laughs> so, Labyrinth is a very weird movie. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. If you saw that at too young an age, mm-hmm. it's just, the visuals are kind of intense, <laughs> definitely. And Yeah, and like you, I don't have one that totally just traumatized me there were definitely scenes in movies that sort of freaked me out and Mm -hmm. i would want to like fast forward through them um one of them being the i mean as much as i love ghostbusters and watched it like every day uh that scene with uh dana getting assaulted by her couch uh Mm -hmm. and delivered to the terror dog is pretty fucking terrifying. (laughs) So that one I wasn't crazy about when I was like really, and it was more, I would get in my own head about it because I I knew it was coming up. Right. Mm -hmm. And just kind of the, again, suspense, the, the buildup, the anticipation of what's going to happen. And then all the arms start coming out of her cushions and shit. Yeah. Um, That's fucked up. It is, yeah. And they're feeling her up, and her couch takes off and flies off into another room. <laughs> it's just, there's a lot that just escalates quickly in that scene. It's like little Tim's like, what the fuck is happening right now? Yeah. So it was a, it was a little while before I could really get through that scene. And it's still, watching it today, I'm like, it. I find it very gripping, right? It's just, mm-hmm. a, I think, a well-done horror scene. Um, but the movie as a whole, probably that came closest to that was, um, with good reason. Uh, I told you I'd come back to this one, the fly. Oh, yes. Yeah. The, of course the Cronenberg remake of the fly, which, uh, I mean, is one of my all time favorite movies actually. Um, I would love to do a, a freak out driving on that. I will book you for that. Uh, if you're, if I can, uh, book your show, mm, please do. Be so bold. <laughs> no, um, I saw that at a very inappropriately young age. I think I was about three or four. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it was one of those, my mom had it recorded on VHS, uh, but from one of the movie channels, so it's totally uncut and, that's just a sick, intense movie. It's 
and there was a lot that I didn't understand. The one scene that my mom actually just did not let me watch was uh, there's a nightmare that Gina Davis's character has um, where she's pregnant and giving birth, and it's very graphic. Ugh. Yeah, and uh, that actually didn't bother me more than anything else in the movie, but my mom just thought it was totally um, inappropriate for for Wow, someone. your mom drew the line for her three-year-old. At yeah. yeah. At, uh, I, I love your mom so much. <laughs> that was where she drew the line. But everything else, like the violence and the Robocop, bodies falling yeah. apart, and melting and <laughs> cussing and sex. I mean, there's a lot of sex in that movie. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, there's, it's just a very... It's just a very tense movie. Um, the end, especially the climax of that film, is absolutely mental. Um, even watching it as an adult, I'm like, I cannot believe they <laughs> put this in a movie. <laughs> this is like for the, for mass audience consumption. Um, but I think because it sort of freaked me out i wanted to go back to it more and more i it had that kind of effect mm-hmm, you know when, it's, mm-hmm. when something becomes not even the forbidden fruit because it's not like i wasn't allowed to watch it other than that one scene which let's face it was my mom paying that good of attention not really um <laughs> so it's like i knew what the scene was it's just if she could catch it she would fast forward through the the maggot birth scene is maggot birth scene. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely doing that for freak out driving. <laughs> You've seen it, right? I have, but I don't remember anything. Like I feel oh, like I would remember God. a maggot birth scene. So Oh my god. So um I, I think I would want you to watch it before I probably would. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I, I'm of two minds on that one. Like I like to get people's live reactions to that movie, seeing it for the first time or close to the first time. But anyway, but we always talk through the entire movie, and like you we always want talk me to it. like it, actually watch it. <laughs> you, I, well, yeah, I would want you to like understand what's right. going yeah. on. I mean, it is not that it's complicated, but you do sort of have to follow. Why is this happening? You know, why well, is that um, bitch giving birth to some maggots? Why is she oh, having? Because like, a... she fucked a fly. I don't know. Seems right. <laughs> why? Why is his ear falling off? Why, <laughs> why are all his teeth falling out? <laughs> why did that fingernail go flying across? Uh, so anyway. funny. You said there's a lot of sex in a movie called The Fly. <laughs> there is. I mean, it's it's got all kinds of. St- I mean, it's David Cronenberg at at his sort of ickiest. If you like gore, mm. oh man, it's a treat. Uh, so yeah, that's the closest that came to having a lasting traumatic effect. If I was a different, perhaps more healthily adjusted child and <laughs> adult today, it, it really would have traumatized me as, as it should have seeing a film like that at three years old, right. but, um, it didn't, it just fucked me up. So, yeah, well, yeah, turned you it into came, the person you are today. Yeah. Became one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. and it's such a sick, sick film. <laughs> Damn it! I'm not watching it. tonight. <laughs> you really should see if it's streaming somewhere. Um, It's—I mean—it's a little depressing. I'm not going to lie; well, it doesn't exactly have a happy ending. Well, I, I can't imagine that it would. No. 
<laughs> we all fly off together and uh, <laughs> not so much. No, all right. <laughs> Somebody comes along with a giant fly swatter. Uh, um, in effect, uh, right. that's that's one euphemism for it. Okay, interesting. <laughs> now I really want you. To I know, right? Um, <laughs> shit. Well. We're at the end of our questions. We are, yes. And, and can get any advice, uh, solicitations for advice? Nope. We're uh, 0 for 2 on that. So <laughs> That's true. Um, well, I had had an idea for um, something to kind of flesh out this episode, but I didn't know we would get so in the, in the weeds. Like, why wouldn't yeah. I know that? But um, we should, Yeah, we should have known better, right? Why did I not? So I think I'm going to save it. I'm going to save my idea for the next episode. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's a good one. And we might invite a guest. I don't know. I can't decide if it's better with just us or not. But it's more of this, you know, riffing and yes. fun stuff. So I'll put it on ice. Tease you with it. I like it. All right, good. Tease wow. the people. Keep yeah. them coming back. Yeah. Because this episode, you know. Definitely going to have mass appeal. and <laughs> Well, if you made it to the end, I have to assume you, you're you interested in more of this yes, content. Yes, If you didn't make it to the end, um, I guess I don't blame you. <laughs> what an amazing night. Um, uh, yeah. I'm spent. Like One of our more scattered episodes. Yeah, I like it though. Because it's pure, like, pure, like, reactions. Like, of course, we had to think about it quite a bit, but. Well, yeah. Is there anything you want to plug? Ah, well, you can hear me elsewhere on the Jenny position. Mm -hmm. Because you and I, Jenny, also are part of the journey through infinity. The journey, yes. Yes, the journey through infinity with... Justin Rosero and Scott Criscolo, who uh, will be played respectively by uh, liberal redneck Trey Crowder and Jeremy Renner, there you I believe. Go. Yep. Um, I forgot who you. Oh, Bre- uh, no, Brendan Fraser was not uh, Justin. Who did you have for Justin? I had Vince McMahon and Tom. Vince Hilson. McMahon, of yes. course. Excuse me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, Gary Oldman. And Gary Scott. Oldman. Yes. yes. Anyway, uh, I guess we'll be doing a freakout drive-in, hopefully, yes. <laughs> sometime soon. <laughs> I actually have a backlog of people. Like, people want to be on that show. and like, Yeah. You know, well, so. don't put me in front of anybody. This is not, believe me, the fly is an evergreen topic. Yeah, so. that's true. It might be a couple months, but. Or I should but, just make yeah. the whole feed, just like all freakout drive-ins. I don't know. Oh, my God. I think that would have its fans. I mean, yeah. shit. I don't know. What else do we do? We uh, we have on the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed a show called Talking WCW mm-hmm. that we're going to be going into another episode recording in studio shortly. Mm-hmm. So you can look for that soon. That is with our friend Greg Phillips, a.k.a. Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. I think... 
Nope, I almost forgot PTB and XT, our new show with Jake Williams, mm-hmm. otherwise known as Jim Brewer. Right. Uh, just, what, two episodes under our belt there? Mm-hmm. So check that out. Although we did have the gall to host a reaction show for <laughs> NXT Portland. Which was a 10 out of 10. It was a 10 out of 10 uh, podcast. <laughs> yes, by our assessment. Yes. That was also with uh, Justin and Jake. So, if you enjoy the wrestling content, check out Place Me Nation Wrestling. Yeah. Which uh, we contribute to. Probably going to do it for my purpose. Bless your heart. You podcast with me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, enjoy it. I booked it that way on purpose. What the fuck? So, you already plugged all of my shit. And oh, I have yeah, a I was sort of wonder where to stop there. <laughs> uh, also on the wrestling, <laughs> the wrestling feed, uh, I have another threesome. It is the extreme three way dance with me and JT and John D'Amato. And yeah. so we watched no. November to Remember in 1994. So that's a fun episode. Check that one out. And then supposedly a geek and sassy, although the content that we had decided on. When I watched said content, I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Does that um, ever happen? Very rarely do I just go, no. Like, I can't get through this. I might, <laughs> if she really wants to, I might do it, but, uh, I don't want to. So, <laughs> we might so, have a Geek and Sassy next week. We'll see. So, maybe a Geek and Sassy next week, maybe yeah. later. Yes. And then a freak out drive-in with John Tomato. We watched Carrie. Um, oh, good one. Yeah, so that should be coming up soon as well. Also, Twitter at Jenny Position. Also, the Facebook page. Sounds like about it. Well, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Psych68, C-Y-K-E-6-8 on Twitter. Uh, if you have any more AMAs or yeah. you need it. We keep pushing this. Uh, I, I really am just clearly jonesing to give somebody terrible advice. I know, right? the- Me too. We'll just keep that open, right? Just like open yeah. call, you know, shoot us a DM, email it to the Jenny position at gmail.com. Yeah, plenty of ways to get up with us. So you just. Somebody's you know, going to have a serious, a serious life problem. Yeah. And well, that's what we want to solve like, for serious life problems because we have answers. We're going to be like, fuck. Yep. Mm-hmm. We do have answers yeah. um, to be taken at your own risk. Uh, nobody's going to do that. No. no. All right. Well, I guess until next time. Good night. Night, night. <laughs>